Hi, good afternoon, guys. Welcome to Everything Sickle Cell Podcast. Welcome here. And I know you guys have missed me. I've been hearing Tammy. Where's another episode? You guys should relax. Digest that one that I've done. Have you shared the podcast with your family and friends? Have they been listening? So on this episode, I'm sort of happy because I'm going to be learning a lot today myself. As much as you are going to be learning, I will be learning because I have a super, super amazing. Let me let me shout too much. <laughs> my make my guest few times. I know she's a very, 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 very good person. Anyway, so we have on the podcast episode today we have a nurse. Um, her name is Nasalia. I will be talking together. We're talking, discussing anyone share on the show today. Hmm. Is it a show? Just leave it to yourself. Once she comes on board, that will be normal. Don't worry. She's she's a nurse, so I fear injection. But once she comes on board, scared. <laughs> Are you really laughing? No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, uh-uh. I'm already laughing now. So, guys, we have yeah on the show today, and we're going to be discussing our first topic because a lot of people go back to me and like tell me we want to know much more about what sickle cell is and the rest so you know the i was feeling mushy and oh thank you for you know what sickle cell is and everything but it doesn't end there we have to take it broad but as per se i'm not a medical personnel i cannot take it so broad and everything so i had to i'm so in too much right i had to invite Nasalia on the show. So Nasalia, how are you doing now? Uh, I'm very fine, thank you, Timmy. Hello everyone. I am Onosanya Aliat. I am a registered nurse. Thank you very much for having me here today. Um, I am super happy. I am elated to be here to be able to discuss this with you. Um, I love everything about preaching the sickle cell gospel. So this is making me really happy. Timmy, thank you for having me. It's not only that she knows how to speak English, she's a very, very, very fine horse. Very fine horse. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Let's not, let's not get our audience distracted. Hey, I have just She's a hey too. Ah. But it seems like. A quadrant is meant to. So, back to um, the reality. So I discussed um, about two, three weeks ago on my podcast about what sickle cell is. And I know that it's a genetic blood disorder. But aside that, what else What else do we need to know about what sickle cell is? Yeah, um, okay, so talking about sickle cell, I've, I listened into your podcast, to the previous podcast, and given the peripheral explanation and all of that. But just to go a little bit deeper... Trust me, people, I'm going to try really hard to avoid all those medical jargons and all of that. I'm going to break it down to the like easiest, simplest way so everybody can understand. So I'm going to be explaining what causes the cycling of the cell itself. So um, let me, the whole story, the old genesis, the origin of all of this paparazzi and everything is from the red blood cell. There's a gene that we call the HBB gene. 
this ABB gene is found in the red blood cell. Mm? Don't worry, I'm not going to go too deep. So this HBB gene is um, it contains the requirements or should I say the blueprints for the making of the hemoglobin. Tammy, I think you can relate to what the hemoglobin is, right? Yes, yes, I can. So the hemoglobin is present in the red blood cell. It is what carries oxygen to the body. It is even this hemoglobin that causes the red coloration of the red blood cell. So, um, wow. yes. So what happens is in the normal red blood cell, mm, this HBB gene that is in that is in the found in the normal red blood cell it's um helps the production of the normal hemoglobin which is hemoglobin a in the normal red blood cell but in the case of sickle cell the um hbb gene is mutated there's a mutation in the hbb gene that is what causes the whole of this um story and all of that it is this mutation that causes the hbb to, to now produce an abnormal hemoglobin this abnormal hemoglobin is called hemoglobin S. So that is the one that is found in the sickle cells and the sickle red blood cells of sickle cell warriors. So this sickling of the red blood cell, everybody, okay, we are hearing sickling, listening, and sickling comes up in our discussion a lot. But there are some effects that this sickling of the red blood cell causes. One of them is that it makes the red blood cell very fragile. Because it's it's not it's not the normal one. It was not produced with the normal um, requirements, with the normal blueprints. It was a mutated HBB gene that brought about the making of this type of hemoglobin in the sickle red blood cell. So it's very fragile. The lifespan of a normal red blood cell is about 90 to 120 days, whereas in the sickle red blood cell, it's just 15 to 20 days. So that way you agree with me that the sickle red blood cells get destroyed faster though sometimes the body will try to make up for it it tries to make up by producing more but at the end of the day the production rate is usually lower than the destruction rate of the red blood so that's what brings up causes anemia in sickle cell warriors okay so i want to ask a question because yeah. wow even me don't know anything so you said something about the mutation of the um hemoglobin causing it to produce abnormal gene which is the s gene so are you saying that people that are as they have one normal gene and one abnormal gene exactly they those ones are not they're called carriers they just have the yeah, yes. to, be able to, yeah. to be able to transfer to the offsprings. They would not be as like they would not be manifesting the symptoms of a sickle cell um, warrior, but they have the tendency to pass it on to the, their own offsprings because it's present in the gene. Wow, wow, that's awesome! Can we take a break before we come and? Give them another one. I'm sure their heads are scattered, right? And they're ah, like, "Hey, they even me, I'm like, <laughs> even me, I'm like, I don't really know so much until now. But this is really amazing, and I'm so happy that I'm even enlightening myself because, wow. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and continue the show recording podcast. Anyone shall continue. Follow us and listen to the jam. I give you love, my head no correct. No, 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 no. 
musical or musical whatever it is from that song break that song is my jam so guys while we were um discussing before we went on that break we're talking about um as being carriers am i right nosalia yes you are so can you help us like shed more light about that um okay so when we're talking about as being carriers of the traits of the sickle cell gene um this is where the topic of genotype compatibility now comes in i have listened into your previous podcast and you mentioned something about it so the thing is um i know back then in secondary school the biology we did cross matching and some people still believe up to now up to date that uh, okay don't worry yes and yes can marry don't worry, it's only one out of your four children that will have it. But sorry to bust your bubble, people. <laughs> That's not the case every time. What that cross-matching was trying to explain was that, you know, when we did the crossing, it was showing that, okay, out of the four times we crossed, one was SS, one was AA, and two were AS. So yes. I think what they were trying to explain was in, they were trying to explain it in um, relation to percentage. That is, you know, one out of four, that's 25%, right? So yeah. that means that in every child that AS and AS is trying to birth, out of, like, every, in every child, the, the child has a 25% chance of being an SS. Or an AA or AS. Not, not, it doesn't go that way. That's the thing. You know, in the in the cross matching, it was showing a to um, a once, it yeah. was showing a twice. Meaning, in if as and as come together, the child has a fifty percent chance of being an as. Okay. But being an ss, child has a twenty five percent chance, and being an aa, the child has a twenty five percent chance too. Perfect. I hope I I've been able to um, explain that. So the thing now is, you know, we're talking about probability here. So the child can decide. I've seen couples where all the four children are SS. I've seen couples whereby only one is SS. I've seen couples whereby all of them are AS. It all depends on probability. So it's better not to risk the thing at all. That is why we are preaching. Please know your genotype. Ejo, mumbe benio. Tell them more, not so. I beg you, know. <laughs> All right, so, um, can we go further into talking about the red blood cells, like for sicklers? Okay, they said that we should not be calling ourselves sicklers. They said sickle cell warriors. Warriors. Mm, warriors. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So you know, um, 
before we went on the musical break i remember that we spoke about the effects of discipline of the cell where i spoke about the fact that the abnormal mutation in the hbb gene for sickle cell warriors is what brings about um the cell being fragile and then they get destroyed faster and all of that then aside from that there's another effect that this sickle cell shape has the sickle cell the sickle shape of the um, red blood cell or the crescent shape of the red blood cell of sickle cell warriors makes it difficult to pass through blood vessels you know normally the normal red blood cell is disc like so it's easier to yeah. pass through vessels and to pass through the blood vessels but for sickle cells it's kind of difficult and aside from that the surface of the sickle cells have this sticky they have this sticky characteristic so they tend to clump together they tend to get stuck in the blood vessels so when they get stuck you know now the blood is supposed to flow through the blood vessels to um supply the organs of their needs including oxygen the blood will not be able to flow properly because the sickle cells have joined together and they are forming an occlusion in the blood vessels this is what we medical practitioners call um vaso occlusive crisis this is what okay yeah. yes that's wow. what i just described that's what happens so that's like the major cause of pain in sickle cell warriors in fact there are different types of sickle cell crises there aside from vasoclusive crises there's hemolytic crises different forms but the most common one the one we see majorly the one that most lay men know is this vasoclusive crisis because most of the times pain is the major thing that brings sickle cell warriors to the hospital when you hear only crisis only yeah, crisis so yeah. when you do proper um when you check or when you ask or you you assess the patient you discover that is mostly vaso occlusive crisis so in this case now this pain crisis the, the intensity is different from mild to moderate to severe some people have the crisis just maybe once in a year while some have it more frequently some have it like a dozen times in a year so it differs Okay so nurse um I really want to have you back so we can discuss deeply about the vasoclusive crisis and the other type of crisis but what what causes this crisis what are the triggers of Okay um talking about the triggers of the crisis um anything that brings about low oxygen level or low blood volume let me put it that way anything that brings about oxygen level being lower than normal or the blood volume being lower than normal is a trigger for example mm-hmm. um dehydration dehydration is like a very is like a major trigger for vasoclusive crisis when there's dehydration the blood volume is not enough this brings about like it makes it more it makes the possibility of this occlusion more compared to when there is no dehydration also aside from that extreme change in temperature also is a trigger and in, in fact all um extraction when person goes through vigorous stress more than what the person is used to it predisposes the person to vasoclusive crisis and aside from that infection too predisposes sickle cell warriors to vasoclusive crisis 
So we need to still come back and discuss this thing wildly because when, when we say infection now, people are start thinking something else. Malaria is an, yes, is an there, infection. Yeah. No. Yes, you are really, we are right. I'm glad that you brought that up. Malaria is an infection. It is. Thank you, Timmy. All right, so we're going to definitely have this discussion once. No problem. But thank you for listening, guys. Thank you so much for listening. So we can come to a time and say that stress, oxygen level. That means that um, I can be, I can have normal blood percentage and still have crisis from not having enough mm, oxygen. Why are you talking about blood percentage? You know, there's a difference between um, the volume in itself. There's some people that the blood volume is normal, but the level of red blood cell in the blood volume is not... Do you understand? Oh, yeah. So in that situation now, their own oxygen level is low. When Because the red blood cell that's supposed to carry, about, carry out, um, transport oxygen around the body is not even sufficient. Some things also bring about... Um, low oxygen level for example being in high altitude like all this mountain climbing it's it's Staircase yeah, it's all of those things bring about low oxygen. if you bring my class down yes i'm stressing <laughs> so much all right thank you so much yeah, i hope that you've knowledge like the pastor we say Receive sense. You have received knowledge on this episode of today's podcast. Thank you so much for your time, Nosalia. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, like guys. You're welcome. Kindly don't add this information. Do not add this information. Share to your family, your friends, your brothers, your sisters, your enemy. They need to get informed. They need to get aware that for you to see someone. I'm struggling through pain, having crises. They are not witches and wizards. They are causes to this thing. And I'm sure you listen to some of the things that cause this pain and result into people having constant hospital visitation. Don't say your friend or your neighbor or your roommate is an organizer. She's always having crises, always running to the hospital. It is not her fault. It is not our fault that... Nurses, someone's not even tag us customers. Ah, <laughs> uh, you are here again. That one is that, that's, 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 really that's like. not right, ethically. But, we are not supposed to. Don't worry, we are trying to um um ensure that proper that. awareness is done about that soon. And this is also like an avenue to um okay. explain that not everyone you see in a white uniform is a nurse. So I I exactly not everybody's wearing white uniform mm-hmm. and wearing the nurse's cap is a nurse you need to understand that there are quacks out there pretending to be nurses most nurses that go through the proper training Nothing. and everything would understand that tagging people as customers because they um, frequently visit the hospital is not ethically right <laughs> Hmm, another angle. Yeah, Thank you very, welcome. very much. Yes. Thank you. On the next time, same podcast channel, same station. Let's do like a radio presenter now. Also, I come your way next time, same station, same time. I remain your favorite girl, Grace Junkie. 
Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Masalia. Thank you. Thank you.